Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern day life. Dramatic pause. <laughs> Wait, I've just come up with an idea I need to write down before I forget it. What was it? It was the, um, I can never spell potato. <laughs> <laughs> Not that again. <laughs> I can never spell, I can never spell potato, Chloe, Naomi. Do you often put them in together in a sentence? Hi, Naomi. Chloe wants to know if she can borrow your potato peel. <laughs> oh. uh, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas, like can I use a giant Yorkshire pudding instead of plates? Yes, absolutely. I had a Yorkshire pudding wrap recently. Yorkshire pudding wrap? Mm, wasn't as good as what I was expecting. No. And should I do what meatloaf wouldn't do for love? <laughs> I always might write. You know that, I will do anything for love, but I, I won't, won't do so that. So it was about 14, 15. Our Ryan said, you know what they're singing about, don't you? And I was like, no. And for years I thought it was true. He told me it was about anal. Well, I suspect, I mean, that's, that's the punchline in the pentos, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's, so it is true? I suspect so. I don't know whether it's entered the... And what would you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? I don't know. Well, it's ended something. But he was, he'd do anything for love, but he wouldn't do that. Which is unusual for a man. Mm. But we're not usually like the answer, we're William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert. No, we're not, Jordan North. I'm more Savile Row, you're more Skid Row. Wow. Okay. That's from Tony Russell. A couple Good of one. reasons why that video was taken down, but anyway. No, 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 no. Skid Row. <laughs> Skid Row meaning, um, like, I think Skid Row is, is like a down and out street. Wow. But I won't do that. Oh no, no, I won't. You raise me up. No, you're a different song now. Should we just do a toast? Get me out of this godforsaken town. 
And then there's a bit in it where, will you hold me down with holy water? And they both at the same time go, will you hold me down with holy water if I get too hot, hot? Wow. Anyway, should we have a drink? Yes. Nothing. We had it for the live show. We're not having it again. Oh, yes. Uh, gin and a bonnet. Two parts to bonnet, one part gin. Would you feel free to do the gin? Two parts gin, two parts to bonnet. Oh, you've had a good week. Christ. The gin makes a better, no- better noise than the Dubonnet. Oh my God, I've just realised that's an old bottle of Dubonnet that we're drinking I from. I bought it in especially for live stream. Oh, you bought Oh, and we didn't notice. No. Sorry. You want to get We some... had a lot going on, all right? Have you put gin in there, please? I've put it in. Have you? Mm-hmm. You want to get some pseudocrum on that? Thank you. The jokes write themselves, Gene Divas, they really do. Shall we toast Amazon Music, who a few weeks ago put us on a lovely billboard, which was a lovely way to end our fifth birthday week. In Leicester Square. In Leicester Square and that there London. We were there. In amongst the Schweppes adverts, we were there. Amazon Music. Amazon Music. Mm. That was a nightmare, because basically we were trying to get our picture next to the billboard. But, um, we, we became was, living statues in Leicester Square. Someone put a quid down. They thought we were living <laughs> statues. Um, we were waiting ages for our slide to come up. It mm. took about 10 minutes, didn't it? It, did, it, did, it, take, it took a while. Ten we saw minutes. it once, was excited, and, and then we schweps, thought, we'll have a photo. And scream. Shazam. Shazam. Not the app. Mm. The film. Yeah. There are lots, lots of... Lovely, lovely slides that we looked at. As always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexandmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexandmyboss or you can write to William who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter paper. The address for that is on the website sexandmyboss.com. So yeah, live stream. Yes. Fifth birthday. It was fun. It was great. Thank you, were... you to everyone that watched. It's still available to watch now on YouTube, I think, isn't it? I believe it? so, yes. Yeah. Um, you were quite nervous. I think you were. Just I for the was, first five minutes. Was I? Yeah. Um, I mean, I was nervous too, but I, as we've discussed I, this before, I sort of... I thought I was all right. Yeah, no, you, no, you no, were. You, was it wasn't nervous. like live show nerves. Oh, no, I hate live shows. But it was... I mean, I don't hate them, but... No. Thank you to everyone who comes. You should see me before. I'm a deck. Really? Oh, I'm a, I'm a wreck. So much so that an audience member... What? Yeah, carry on. An audience member messaged me, really lovely message saying, I could tell you was really nervous before you went live. He was like, Put, have more confidence and belief in yourself. It's a really lovely message. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. But I was, yeah, I'd get nervous for that. Anyway, have carry fr- on. Have you had that framed? No. It's on the loo wall, one of your many loos. I've only got three, shut up. <laughs> You're funny. Carry on. Uh, fifth birthday. But it was fun. It was nice. Yes, yeah, it was. It was nice to have so many people in the studio. I felt it was very buzzy. Yeah, it was buzzy. Yeah. It was buzzy. Can we, Mike, what was your favourite part of it? My favourite part of it was when we talked about bunk beds. I thought it was very funny. I also liked, I liked the interact. I, I liked the fact, you know, obviously we're pre-recorded, basically. That's what podcasts are. So I liked the fact that we were able to see some of the things that people were saying. Obviously, it's quite distracting, so you can't look all the time, because otherwise we'd just sit there reading and no one wants to tune into that. Mm. Um, but, yes, it was, it, was, it was nice. It was just sort of... It was like you... I would imagine like you get Monday to Thursday with radio live and the adrenaline was... was oh, there. yeah. If you've had a good show afterwards, you're buzzing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it overall. Thanks to everyone that watched us and a big thank you to everybody that's listened over the past five years. Yes. My favourite part, thanks for asking, was... 
Cue the music, Ben. <laughs> the potato peeler song. I mean, I think you have to give him some warning that that's, that's going to happen. Another, please, can we just have another listen to this? Who is it who sent it in again? Robbie James. Robbie James sent this in. Thank you, Robbie. So good. A long time ago in a land so far away A poor girl had a problem and was in a disarray Her family needed feeding, she had a bag of spuds She searched the cupboards and the drawers amongst a place of mugs The answer to her problem came to a sobbing head She ran into her neighbour's house and this is what she said Oh Wendy, can I borrow your potato peeler? <laughs> she said Wendy, can I borrow your potato peeler? Oh, Wendy, oh, uh, can I borrow your potato peeler? She said, Wendy, can I borrow your potato peeler? I love it. He, do you think he sounds... Oh, this is a current, another current musical reference. Do you think he sounds a bit like Eric Idle from Monty Python? You know the song Always Look on the Bright Side Always of Life? Always look on the bright side of life. Always look on E-Wood for shite. E-Wood? It's what Burnley sing about Blackburn. Oh, Always right. look on... Oh, one man went to shit, shit, went we're no, we're shit not, on E-Wood. We're not doing one shit. One man and his dog, spot, went shit on E-Wood. Two men went to shit. Went to shit on Ewood, two men on there, and then you get up to ten and you go, Ten men went to shit, went to shit on Ewood, ten men on their dog spot, went shit on Nine men, eight men, seven men, six men, five men, four men, three men, two men, one man went to shit, shit, went to shit on Ewood. Gosh, you'd be exhausted after all those men. <laughs> oh, it's one man and his dog. Okay. Oh, I sung that wrong. It's not two men went to shit. It's two men on their dog spot. Oh, I sung it wrong. Anyway. Well, never mind. I'm sure we'll get letters. Anyway, Robbie, thank you very much for that. It was, it was, it was a, my... a huge highlight of the live stream. How's your week been? It's been weird. Okay. Can I just ask you, before I talk about my week, do you... You know Deja Vu? Where you think something happens and you think, oh. Deja Vu? Didn't he used to work on this podcast? <laughs> Dave? That's, that's happened before. Was that Dave's surname, Deja Vu? Anyway, carry on. Um... Do you think you were anyone in a previous life? Mm. Oh, you do? Yeah. Who? I think it was a madam of a brothel. <laughs> no, in, I said in a previous life. I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, okay, so this isn't as weird then. Maybe, maybe I'm I should... joking, I don't know. Okay. I should cut Mikey some slack because Mikey has announced... I'll just say sorry to mm. interrupt. Um, I do think that I was a really horrible person in previous life, hence why, mm, hence why all this shit happens now. Hang on. Someone's... There's somebody at the door. Someone's knocking on the door. Someone's, Someone's ringing your bell. bell. Ben's just receiving a package. What was that? We just got a piece of pace for the podcast. And he said, this is for I help sex my boss. Fucking hell. Is that what he said? Oh, bless him. What a geezer. Should we, should we open it in a minute? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel like I, in a previous life, I was really horrible, hence why all this bad stuff happens to me. Okay. Now. Carry on. Well, Mikey announced the other day, we were out for dinner with Jonathan, and Mikey announced... <laughs> William, William, William. William, <laughs> Mikey announced in a previous life he was Anne Boleyn. <laughs> 
which for context, in case you don't know who Anne Boleyn was, one of Henry VIII's wives, one of the ones that got beheaded. And anyway, obviously Jonathan, I mean, Mikey had actually told me this a few few months before, but I had sort of forgotten slash, you know, tried to forget. Uh, obviously Jonathan was interrogating Mikey as to why he thinks he's Anne Boleyn. And God bless Mikey, he says, well, he gets lots of migraines. <laughs> How Jonathan and I held it together, I don't know. Did Anne Boleyn get lots of migraines? Well, she got her head chopped off. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> so dramatic. <laughs> Jonathan then takes out a photo of Anne Boleyn and holds it up next to Mikey, or not a photo of Anne Boleyn, a, port- a portrait of Anne Boleyn. Yeah, and they have got very similar characteristics, quite, you know, pale skin, long neck, thin lips. So uh, that's a similarity. And then, jo- and then Jonathan said, do you, do you have an aversion to, you know, wicker baskets? Why? Oh. <laughs> Head in basket. And, Ma- and Mikey, and this to be fair is true, Mikey went, well, I've never liked rattan furniture. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true, because I wanted some rattan furniture on the terrace when we moved into where we are now, and he, he's forbidden it. So Mikey could be Anne Boleyn. But then, I've also learned, because I went to go and see Titanic in uh, New York, my family, extended family, were meeting whilst we were away. They met up for lunch. And James mentioned to my aunt and uncle that, you know, we'd gone to see Titanic. And my aunt Mandy, who will now be called Mad Mandy, suddenly chipped in with, I died on the Titanic. And she's being, t- and, and she, like, to the point where James actually gets me going, I think Mandy actually is deadly serious about this. <laughs> and she doesn't want to talk too much about it because it's quite personal. So I'm sorry I'm sharing this on the podcast. You've met Mandy in Bristol when they came to the Bristol show a few years ago at St. George's. And um, she can't listen. <laughs> She can't listen to the Celine Dion song. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of which I which I have pointed out was only around from the nineties. <laughs> they weren't they weren't blasting out Celine Dion when the ship was going no, down. No, but the she... violinist was from Burnley. Yeah, was he? Mm. Oh, okay. Or well, one fact. of the members of the band, anyway. Good fact. Um, but yeah, no, she can't. But she, th- she it evokes too many memories. So clearly, there's more to this. Is than... this a thing that people have past lives? Well, maybe maybe Angie and Divas think they were someone in a past life. Imagine if I was royalty or really high up in society. Let me just imagine that. Let me just imagine that. No, I can't imagine that. Mikey's, oh, you look so wounded. Mikey, so I would love to have been there at that conversation. So I reckon I'll rumble it. Oh, Mikey, 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 stop, stop. Bless Mikey. I know, sweet. So dramatic, isn't it? It all started apparently when, like, years ago, pre-COVID, I took him to the Tower of London for Valentine's Day. And appara- I could have got you in there for free. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, it was years and years and years and years ago. Well, my, our Mandy's been there for years. Oh, OK. Well, anyway, I took him to the Tower of London for Valentine's Day, and it was when he went to the, the execution site at the Tower of London. That's apparently when the memories came flooding back, apparently. <laughs> you winded me up. I'm really not. <laughs> People think I'm the weird one in the relationship. I'm very normal. <laughs> did he think it was Anne Boleyn? He did. Oh, it was the audio guide, apparently, that set him off. I, I, I mean, I'm finding this funny. If Mikey were here, he'd be getting really worked up that we're taking the mic. Lucky he doesn't listen Yeah, he will never hear this, so it's fine. I can't... He's genuinely serious yeah, about Anne Boleyn. it. He's so dramatic. Mm. No, I'm telling you now, Jordy... Honestly, I've had a sore neck since 17th century, honestly. I said to him he's been a pain in the neck for me for years, but that didn't go down very well. 
Uh, tell lads. us this about water in restaurants that's been on that you well another thing that when we went out for dinner but every restaurant's doing it everywhere now even um, when we went to New York I noticed that they do it that you know you sit down and they'll come over and say you know any allergies and all that chat and they go can we get you any water still or sparkling no tap is absolutely fine thank you don't don't try and upsell immediately is that your big thing we don't I'm, look I'm I, re- I mean, if you want sparkling water, obviously that's fine. That's different. You pay for that bottle. That's not a problem because there's a process that's gone into it. But we are very, very lucky in this country and most of Western, the Western world that we have clean tap water and it's not full of germs. Apart from in London. Don't get me started. On well, no, London but it's not going to kill you. Oh, I do. I, honestly, Gene Davis said this before. If you ever want to get a conversation going, say it's lulling a bit and there's a few northerners there, just say, what do you think of, t- what do you think of the tap water in London? Oh, We'll get going. The hours must fly by. Oh, it will. Carry on. We are very lucky that we have water that is not full of bacteria. Tap water is absolutely fine. Thank you very much. No. But then you feel like a cheapskate for saying tap water, although my new thing to say tap water without saying the word tap water is just some table water, please. Or council pop. Yeah, I don't think in London they'd get that. Just some council pop will do, thanks. Like, they're just saying still or sparkling because tap's not as nice. No, but they should go still Still sparkling or table water is what they should say, or tap water. I can't believe you're getting uppity about that. No, because then when you say tap, they sort of look at you as if to go... Yeah, because all the the Europeans have that fancy Italian one that's really nice. You know, when you get that one... What's it called? When you're not drinking. I don't know. What's it called? San Pellegrino. San Pellegrino. Yeah, but that's fizzy water. Yeah, and you're like, oh, we're drinking San Pellegrino. Aren't we exotic? Do you know what I want? We should do a spin-off, Jordan's European Adventures, inspired by... Bonjour, 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 bonjour. <laughs> inspired by, when I open the window, I feel European. I, say, I do. When I open the window in the morning, it's because of my European hereditaries. You what? what? Heritage. Heritage. <laughs> hereditaries. It's because of my European her- heritage. Heritage, right. You know, British Britain is European, but... Yeah. Yes. Well, well, I mean, there was a lot of debate on TikTok when we posted no. that video. We are in the continent of Europe. Okay. Let's put it that way. But the water thing, it's unlike when I worked at M&S, and we used to have to sell, um, they weren't fig rolls. What were they called? They used to put stuff on till, and at the end we'd say, oh, by the way, we've got these on offer. Yes. And they, you'd have to upsell them. It's like specials in a restaurant. It's what can we try and get rid of today? Oh, is that what yeah. they say? Is that what specials are? It's what's going off in the kitchen tomorrow that we need to shift oh, today. Oh, is that, I never knew that about specials. Yeah. Anyway. It's not that. If it's that, that special, they put it on the menu. Anyway, William's Restaurant Pipes. <laughs> How's your week been? Yeah, good, thanks. Um, at the time of recording, I've got Rick coming up. Yes. He's on the train. So well, he's coming down. He's coming down. We have had this before on this podcast. He's coming down from Preston. And I, I said, I'm, I'm busy all day Friday because I'm working most of today. And he's got a train at 11. I so like, what, he'll get in where? Well, he's going to come and meet us here. He, oh, right. He gets in in the next half hour. So he's going to meet us here. But yeah, so we're going to watch our favourite um, boyhood band. Oh, um, the Cortinas. The Cortinas, Yes, yeah. you've told us about this. Yes, yes. we're going to okay. watch that. Bit worried because last time Rick came to London... Um, have you ever been barred from a shop? No. We got barred from a shop. I'm not joking. Because mm. Rick dropped the smelliest, most disgusting, bitter fart. You I thought have, we're not doing bottoms. You have ever. <laughs> As it were. Seriously, it was that bad. The guy mm. came from the counter. We, it was like midnight. We were getting some beers in and some vodka and stuff. The guy came from behind the counter and got a bottle of Febreze off the shelf, off his own shelf. 
sprayed it around the shop and sprayed us out the shop. Wow. And Maraid was there. Oh, so this was recently? Yeah, no, yeah, it was about three, four, before pandemic. And Maraid was like, you, your, your ass stinks. You need to go and get the doctors. <laughs> so I'm a bit worried about that because when we're, we're going on an all day today. I love an all day. I've not been on an all day in age. You can come and join us if you want. Um, we're going on Eat an all day. Ben's got a job. But I'm also worried because mm-hmm. we're going on an all day. So well, you're start. I mean, we're doing this until about one, yeah. so it's not really all day. No, yeah, it's just start about one, two o'clock, and I might have. It's a surprise for him, so don't tell him. But I've arranged for um, a stripper. No, for us to meet Liam. Oh, the lead singer of the Cortinas. Yes. So I've never met him before as well, and I'm really nervous because it's like well, those don't meet your idols. But I just we've messaged, a few, we've DM'd a few times. Have you got your auto- autograph book? No, I'm not going to turn up. Oh, yeah, I've got my Burnley one actually. With all my players yeah. in. So Ask for that. Why am I whispering? But um, I DM'd him and we've messaged, mm. and I just said I'll come and see you on oh, Friday. Nice. And he messaged back saying I'll come backstage for a beer. <laughs> that's like. ZZ Zalen beating, what's she called? ZZ Strallen. ZZ Strallen. That's yeah. like Patricia Routledge to you saying, <laughs> come and have some cake. Come up for some cake and coffee. Come have my cake. That's like her right. saying that. Is it? So I'm having a beer with him afterwards. Oh, that's And nice. if he farts backstage or shows me up, pish. Yeah, you can't fart in front of the Cortinas. No, my brother calls him Rick the Tank. Rick the Tank. Yeah, did you ever watch old school Frank the Tank? No. Really sensible. No. It was played by Will Ferrell. And then when he's drunk, he just gets naked and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yes, he's that got, sounds like Rick to be it's fair. It's so cute. He's got a pass because he's got two kids now. Oh. So he's got a pass. But he's really He's excited. got a pass? Yeah, pass from... Not a pass as in from, the, from his wife. You're going to have three kids by the end no. of the weekend. <laughs> oh, not like that. Don't be daft. But like to come down. And, yeah. Oh, I see. So he's, he's texting me every day this week, going three days to go. Two oh, days. Yeah, that's sweet. sweet. He can count. That's yeah. Nice. Anyway, also as well, we should mm-hmm. talk about um, Ben and Cat are going to a wedding this weekend. Well, yes. Cat's already started pre-drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Diego. Being left at home. No, with some strangers. With strangers. They they are George William for their pissing off to a wedding. I'm not invited. Don't give me a minute. Give me a minute, it's really upsetting. So they're pissing off to a wedding in Macclesfield. I mean, I'm glad I'm not going if I'm honest. <laughs> Macclesfield. Anyway, they've left me with two strangers on an app. It's called My Doggy Pell or something. So they put me up with some, some straight couple in Shoreditch. <laughs> How am I going to cope, boys? Sorry, straight couple in Shoreditch. Mm. Is it in Shoreditch? Yeah. What's the app called? Borrow my doggy. I've, I've had it with them. I was last week when they pissed off to South Africa. I was actually <laughs> went South African there. Yes, you did. They left me. They left me with the in-laws. I just, just can't cope anymore. They don't want me, boys. Well, poor Diego. I love Diego. I said to yeah, him, you I said, and Rick could look after him. I said, well, not this weekend, but I said <laughs> I said I'd have Diego if you're free. He's like, you are never free. I was like, yeah. Anyway, true. What and what, what's Rick going to be doing when you're working tomorrow? I know, I've got a... Um, you can't take him on TV. Oh, God, no, I'll never work again. No. No. Um, I could bring him as my little helper. Oh, he'd love that, I'm no, sure. Um, he, yeah, because I've got Aunt deck tomorrow. Car's coming at like eight. more oh, gone. I'm going to be rough. Should we go to your jolly joke of the week? Yeah. Here's the jingle. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat. With our Jordan, and if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's jolly joke of the week. Cha-cha-cha. You're not using the book? I've found one. Oh. 
and a listener sent me this one. This is from Andy Johnson. Andy Johnson sent me this, Gene Diva. My pet mouse Elvis died last night, and I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss okay Gene Divas thanks for sticking with us and thanks to Andy Johnson for sending us this jolly joke of the week my pet mouse Elvis died last night he was caught in a trap <laughs> I can't walk out that's made me laugh I love him love this is a very musical episode should we call this help it's a musical um, special yeah it's also something of one. What do you get hanging from pear trees? I don't know. Sore arms. <laughs> oh, I'm halfway through me, me, the last of my Elvis book. You know, there's two. Oh, it's hard to read at times. Oh. It's all falling apart. Has he gone to the loo yet? No, don't spoil it. Well, I mean, I think people know that. But it's, it's like... Cause ben, he, about ben didn't know Elvis was dead. He no, died on bog. Yeah, no, yeah. You're not recording? No, I am recording. What? You look really worried. I just remembered what happened to me. What? It's unrelated to that. Do you oh, think God. you were Elvis in you a previous life? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What happened to you? I was sat. Sitting. <laughs> on the sofa. And yeah. I heard these noises to my left. The kitchen's right there. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Jump on a mic. Go on. I don't have a mic. Right, go on. We can come here, come here. Come here, tell us what happened. This pod- Sorry, Gene Davis, this episode's all over, Gaffed. You're oh, not going to like this. No, I'm not going to like this. I'm never coming around again, am I? Yeah. I was sat there Such and I was thing. just chilling, watching TV, and I heard this, I was, this like, sort of, sort of squeaking noise to my left, and I was like, what the fuck is that? Diego's here, so it's not him. And I looked to my left, and like, just below my cooker... There's just a fucking mouse staring at me. A big one? Like, just like, like a tiny little mouse just there like... What's it like? shocked at me and I was like, fuck What did it do? Show us again. Show, show us the face again. What did it do? <laughs> and I was looking at him like... And then he scurried off. What did Diego do? Diego? So I was like... He's free range. Oh, Joe, this is a mouse. <laughs> I was... Oh, Dad, 
looked at... It's a Di- what? A rot! <laughs> <laughs> I looked at Diego, sort of expecting him to be like, right, he's toast. Or another... I don't think dogs eat mice, though, really. Mm. Well, you, should ch- you should see him with a squirrel. He loves well, that's not a mouse, is it? No, I know, but he's just lying there, so there is a mouse. me as well. Is he allowed off the... <laughs> I was like, you're supposed to be getting that. Can I just ask, you were on the sofa, mm. yeah, watching TV, yeah. chilling. Was this on sexted time? <laughs> <laughs> what time and day was this? Let, no, let this me guess. was in an evening. This was um, an evening. Drinking Wednesday afternoon when he's on sexted time, I bet. And so there is a mouse loose around your house? There is a... There, Potentially, yeah. Okay. I've not heard him since. You need to get... Well, d- 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 he will be there somewhere. No, he's gone. And you, and that's a worrying, because you vacuum in the dark. Why is that worrying? Well, because you're cleaning up crumbs, and that's what attracts mice. Uh, yeah, I need to hoover a bit more. You okay. do need... And get some traps down. Anyway. Thank God, it's our turn to, well, to come to oh, dinner. That's why I was thinking of the mouse, because you said the trap. Well, the, the reason I love Elvis is because he was super talented, and he was... Uh, a, do, you, do you think you'll like him? And he was... A, what's, the be- what's a better word for trendsetter? Was, uh, uh, an influencer. He was a, an innovator. Yeah, okay. So I've just got to the part where he meets the Beatles for the first time. Oh. And he was a bit rude to the Beatles. Oh. And John Lennon said to his person afterwards, like, it's great to me and can you just say the reason... John Lennon saying mm. the reason why I'm here because of this man. And this is... We're at the part where he's doing all the movies that he don't want to do. Such a, it's films. hard to read because he was so talented, such, such a beautiful mm. man, and he's putting weight on, and his temper's up and down because he's on the uppers and downers. Mm. Anyway, don't know where we're going with that, but just reading about it. Mm. Mm. No, it's marvellous. It's good. Well, uh, books books are great, and of course, as you know, Gene Devers, we've all been busy <laughs> writing up a storm on our very first book. See what I did there? Who's bu- whose story was worse there, mine or Ben's? The Help I Sex My Boss book is going to be just like the podcast and be full of never-before-heard dilemmas. Um, it will be ready for you to purchase at the end of the year, although you can pre-order it now. Uh, nice little Christmas gift uh, or whatever, or people's birthdays after the, yeah, after the 9th of November. Um, so if you want to pre-order your copy, you can head to sexinmyboss.com slash book. Please do pre-order if you want to get that in early. There's still some signed copies available as well. Okay. But they won't but be there limited, forever. They're, they're limited. Yeah, so, okay. yeah. Sexwithmyboss.com forward slash book. William Hampton, let's go to the listeners' questions. Okay. This is from Taylor, and that's a female Taylor, uh, and she's from the Southeast US. Hello, William Jordan and producer Ben. I'm getting married this year. Jordan mentioned that love finds you unexpectedly, and that is my story. I had just about given up on love when I met my amazing fiancé, and we both couldn't be happier. We couldn't be happier. Don't worry. I share this information to give context to the fact that I know love is challenging and that others do not share my experience. That said, I'm receiving a lot of negative comments about marriage, especially at work. In one instance, an employee I supervised finished up a diatribe against marriage with a statement that she's never met anyone who is happily married. I channeled my inner William and said, gosh, followed by, that's really sad. What is the best way to respond to these unhelpful comments about without threatening my job? Warmest regards, Taylor from Southeast US. To be fair, I don't know anyone happily married. Oh, for God! I'm oh, joking. shut up! I'm joking. Sorry, that's I... not true. My mum and dad are happily married. Yes, and ditto my parents, and, and ditto lots of people I know. But it's usually it's older people. Like when you say they get married, it'll be my mum. She'll be like, "Oh, they don't know what's coming to them," that kind of thing. Mm. But um. It's yeah. unfortunate, but I, I think I think an, a non-committal gosh, to be perfectly honest, Taylor, is perfect. Perfect. Don't 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 get dragged down into the negativity. Yeah. Negativity brings you down. 
Yeah. Kill the negativity with your positivity. Oh. Yeah, that's what You've I say. You've got that on a tea towel. Yeah. Kill your negativity with... Calm down and kill your negativity with a positivity. That's what I say. Don't let... We've just had a tweet saying, when are we doing more merch? Let's do that one. <laughs> it goes to the old saying, don't let the bastards drag you down. Yes. Oh, that in itself is quite a negative comment. No, it's not. Oh, yeah, because you're, you're Sorry assuming... To swear. Yeah, Sorry I to think swear. that ship sailed. No, I don't, I don't swear that much on this podcast. OK, fine. You tell yourself that. All right. Gosh. Sorry. <laughs> this is from Joanne in Edinburgh. Dear William and Jordan, I'm hoping for your advice on quite a mortifying event that happened last week. I went to the gym and, as usual, I listened to your podcast whilst running. I had just finished on the treadmill and, as always, I left my phone and AirPods on the machine to get some wipes so I could wipe down the machine. This short trip of crossing the gym and back takes the 20 seconds or max. I returned to the machine and to my horror, my AirPods were gone. My iPhone was still there exactly where I left it, but the AirPods had vanished. Before assuming the worst, I checked the floor around the machine and in my pockets. I even retraced my steps across the gym and they were nowhere to be seen. I came to the firm conclusion that they had been stolen. I went back to my flat and decided to leave a rather grumpy voicemail to my gym explaining that one of their members is a thief. I then get a call from my best friend who tells me that she found my AirPods in her car, a car I had not been in since the day before. To my horror, I realised that the AirPods I had been using in the gym were not actually mine and I had somehow put someone else's grotty AirPods in my ears. Whilst I was getting the wipes, they must have swiftly retrieved their property. The victim had become the perpetrator as I realised I was actually the one who had stolen someone's AirPods. Now, as disgusted as I am, I don't think this was entirely my fault as the owners of the AirPods had not come up had not come up to me on the treadmill and informed me of my mistake. What is the etiquette for seeing a complete stranger mistaking your headphones for theirs? Lots of loves and hugs. Joanne in Edinburgh. Joanne, so much to talk about here. Mainly because this... Oh, I was raging. On, I was absolutely fuming. So, Joanne, on Monday... Um, after our live recording, William took my AirPods, and, which really pissed me off because I'm can, lost without not, them. Not on purpose. Well, I'm lost without them. You should try a map. Right. And so I've been walking around with wired headphones like it's 2008. <sighs> yeah. Right. Which is, which is fine, but they're not as good, especially when you're running and stuff and going to the gym. I'm lost without them. And then, passive aggressiveness of the week, he hands them back to me before the recording today and says, I've wiped them down. Jordan... I mean, I have taken a photograph of what they looked like before. My, I will not release that photograph out of respect for you. They are minging, aren't they? I uh, will tell you what happened. So I, they were on this table, and as we left, I went, oh, there are my AirPods, put them in, took them, walked off. They are minging. I wanted to wipe them. I then back. get on the, on the tube, I open them up to put them in my ears, and how do I put this? The inside of the case was brown. It worked. There, was, there were lots of brown patches. Was it from my ear? I don't know what it was from. I'm sorry, I'm I've trying got a lot of ear wax. Yeah, well, can we get, we'll get onto that in a minute. So I'm like, these are not my AirPods. What on earth has happened? Then I realise when they won't then connect, they're not my AirPods. I then find my AirPods, thankfully, in my bag. <laughs> and then I quite clearly realise, because apparently you got a notification that your AirPods were not with you, because it kept telling me, the owner of these AirPods can see your location. Really threatening. That was fine. Well, he knows where I live. Oh. It's not. It's not a problem. Is that when you were in that dungeon in Soho? <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, so last night I charged them up to full charge oh, before you. I returned them because I thought that was good etiquette, and and I thought you might want to use them originally. And I thought, well, I'll give them a little bit of a clean. Well, I started to clean the case. Not all the marks would come off. I then looked at the earbuds. 
Don't. I feel really. They are. I've been meaning to wipe them down for ages. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I've got an yeah. overactive ear. <laughs> Apparently, it's from talking because you talk a lot. If you do a lot of jaw movement. Yeah. <laughs> Is that from the talking? Do a lot of jaw movement and talking, it produces more earwax, apparently. Right. So, yeah. You tell yourself that. Anyway, what's your advice to Joanne in Edinburgh? Um, if you see it, I think you've just got to go up and be like, I'm so sorry, just explain the situation. But but she, the thing is, Joanne doesn't know who oh, yeah. whose AirPods they were. Just leave it, Joanne. So I think leave it. If yeah. they do come up and say something, you say, oh, God, gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm ever so sorry. What you could do, Joanne, because Mike and I used to take each other's AirPods and that caused dramas every time. Oh, he, bet. Yeah, he got, he, he got a case, a coloured case. Oh, so his get... is now green. Oh, where'd you get them from? Just the internet. A coloured case. Yes, a little protective case, a little sleeve that goes over the top so we know that the green ones are his and the white ones are mine. Okay. So I would suggest you do that. Or get yours engraved if you want to be, Mm -hmm. you know, zhuzhi. When you buy new ones, if if they bring out new ones, which they probably will every five minutes, you can can, um, get them engraved. Okay. Which is often a free service. This is from Lizzie. Dear William and Jordan, I'm in desperate need of some advice. My boyfriend is in the Marines. And I'm endlessly proud of him. Yes. What? There's beef between the Marines and the Paris. Oh, really? Yeah. So What's the beef? Well, they're just rivals, aren't they? Okay. I won't be in. What, what did you say? I'm endlessly proud of him. You'd be even proud if he was a para. Oh, God. You can go. tell him that. Crap hats. They're not crap hats, Marines, actually. When he's in the UK, he's based at least 300 miles away from me and is currently deployed for six months on the other side of the world. This is our eighth deployment in the last two years. This alone is awful. However, my dilemma is that my friends here sit and complain that they can't see their other halves after two days. Alongside this, I get constant comments of, I don't know how you do it. I could never do it. He definitely cheats on you. Is it even (gasps) worth it? You knew what you signed up for. This is hard enough for me as it is, as I miss him dearly, but it's made even harder when there is zero support from my nearest and dearest. Any advice? And what is the nicest way to tell people to get a grip and do one? My endless love to you both, Lizzie. Lizzie, like, I totally get this. My dad was away all the time when I was younger, like, and would go away for six months at a time. Mm. And my brother's away a lot at the moment, and he's got two kids, and his wife... Um, Kate, you know, hates it when he's away, but you, you know, they say like distance makes the heart grow fonder, which I do believe in. But um, you again, you just can't, you can't start taking on that negativity. Like, no, and it, it's one of those, right? Is what what I always say to people who are in the army when and no one else will quite experience it, and even now is. When your dad mm. or your husband's away, that weekend they get back, it's usually on a weekend, there is no, nothing more exciting. So they'll never experience that. Like when he's away and you know you've, that weekend he's coming back and you've got like, he's got two weeks leave, there is no better two weeks in your life. It's great. When my dad used to come back, it was. We'd, we get spoiled. We used to go out all the time. We go to restaurants. We could get any toy we wanted because he felt guilty for being away. Mm. So there's always that. Plus, <clears throat> as well, it definitely does get easier. You do get used to it, and there's some ups and downs as well in in the army when you're not away. You do a lot of people in the army won't let me saying this, but it's like to, you do get good leave. 
I was telling you, get two weeks off at Christmas, two weeks off at Easter, you get a month off. So your partners... Your, How does that work? Your friends' partners won't get as much time How does off. everyone in the army get two weeks off? Because that would be a really good time to invade. They do. Um, there's loads of squaddies going to get touched now and go, oh, yeah, I know I get it, but it, 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 it kind of works both because they'll be away, but... Yeah, in okay. the army you get good leave. You get, I think you get a full month off in the summer. Okay. You get like four weeks off, maybe three. Depends. But you, you are away a lot. And my brother's going away soon, but it does get easier. Don't take on board that negativity. Yeah, um, Lizzie, I, I agree. It's unfortunate your friends are saying that. It's really, it's really rubbish of them. And I think I would just be quite honest with them and go, I actually don't find that very supportive. Yeah. Do remember here, they are being unsupportive of you. So don't panic too much about turning around and just saying something quite honest to them because they're clearly not worrying about your feelings, not probably consciously, um, so I wouldn't massively worry about theirs. You probably still like them as friends, but I think turning around going, well, that's not really supportive, it's really difficult, maybe let's not talk about this. Mm. And then it's up to them as to how they feel and what they do off the back of it. Yeah. Sorry about taking the mickeys in the Marines. Also, um, my brother got promoted recently. Congratulations. Sergeant Major. Sergeant Major. Mm. And what's, the, what's below a Sergeant Major? Uh, that sounds like a joke. That's not what I mean. Uh, colour sergeant. Colour sergeant. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. So it's private, lance corporal. There's so many people in the army now, bro. Corporal, sergeant, colour sergeant, sergeant major. Then it goes to like. Minister of Defence. No, you've got like RQMS. Regimental, what? Regimental quartermaster. So oh. you'd, you'd like that. That's why they're in charge of all the stalls. And the, I don't know. In the stalls? Like they look what, after all the, the kit. Look after the kit and stuff. Oh, I see. My, I hope our Ryan's not listening to this because he'll be going, he'll be going mad. Write in, Ryan, if you are. <clears throat> Let us know. This is from Anonymous. Hi, William Jordan, EPB. I'm a recently single lesbian and I have been enjoying myself and others recently. The whole office... Why might... did you do it mm, then? The whole office knows about my weekend antique. Antiques? Antiques. <laughs> lesbian, unlikely. <laughs> There's bands between lesbians and gays, they love it. It'll all be from Ikea. The whole office knows about my weekend antics. Any lesbians, please get in touch and give shit back to William, please. Can you remember when we had lesbians in Ireland? And they were in the front row. Do you remember on our tour? Yeah. In fact, they were hilarious. Yeah. Loved them. I think you went, lesbians in Ireland. Didn't you? <laughs> oh, sorry, I can't remember. Anyway. Uh, the whole office knows about my weekend antics, and they love the scandalous existence I now live. However, last weekend, I went out with friends and I got chatting with a very forward young lady. She told me she was visiting home from university and she was staying at her parents' house. She had never been with another woman before, but she knew she was interested. She later told me her parents were away for the weekend and she had the house to herself. After far too many drinks and some kissing, I found myself in a taxi with her heading to her house for coffee. We had an amazing night between the sheets and again in the morning. After showers, play, after showers and redressing, she was in the kitchen actually making the coffee whilst I pursued the family lounge. To my absolute heart-stopping shock, upon the fireplace, pride in place, was a family photo of this young lady and her parents, one of which was my boss. I really like this girl and we've been in touch throughout the week. But what the hell do I do? Oh, she's the only child shit. and they have no idea she's gay, yet alone with the office lemon tart. I don't know what that means. Do I continue to see how it goes? Do I call it off? Do I tell her I work with her mother? Do I tell my boss I've shagged her daughter? Many thanks, Anonymous. Help, I've shagged my boss's daughter. Yes. Wow. 
Wow, wow, wow. I, I probably wouldn't say anything. Well. It's an issue in your head, but in, innocence is a wonderful thing. Or what's the... Um, ignorance. Ignorance is bliss. That's what I mean. Wow. Wow. I mean, I, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I mean, there's obviously, you know, I wouldn't... Look, I have not walked a mile in your Doc Martin, so I wouldn't... <laughs> Stop it! It's... it's... <laughs> This is, this, sorry, anonymous. This is the. This is like when Cam and Mitch on Modern Family meet the. Um, the lesbians. The lesbians. The lesbians. They're all the yeah. bitchy to each other. Um, look, I, first of all, my advice is you speak to the girl. Mm. You explain the situation and see what she says. If she says, "Oh my God, please don't tell my mum," which I imagine she will, probably, um, or my dad, whoever the boss is, please don't tell. But speak to her first, and then. Then go from there. But I, I don't think you need to tell your boss. I don't. No. Why? 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 No, of course you but don't need speak to. to the girl and let her know. Especially if you want to see her again. And just say. But reassure the girl. Just say, look, this is totally between us, but I just wanted to let you know that... Um, I wanted to let you know before it becomes awkward or you find out yeah. in yeah. front of your yeah. boss or in front of your, your mother, father, whatever... Um, I th yes, I think communication is key here, as I say so many times, but there's no need for you to tell the boss, but I would tell the daughter. Speak to the daughter. And believe you me, it's happened before. Any experience? No, oh, God, no. No, but we do boss fashions on Radio 1, and it's always one we get. Boss fashions? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're doing a feature with boss it's in the title? quite similar, actually, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. So there's... Hang on. So your radio show... Can I just... You've got Boss Fashions and Judge Jordan. Can I ask where you came up with those features? No ideas? such thing as a new idea. And do you know what we say in the industry? Mm. Scott Mills has probably done it anyway. Oh, that's nice. So that's what we say. Yeah. Like, we go, oh, did Mills do this? For probably, yes. He probably did it three, four years ago. Yeah. Yeah, because he's that good. That nice. He's probably done every idea that you think of. Here, here. Well, Jordan, what's coming up in the weekend release? Uh, Jordan has some... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Speak to my, Refer to myself. In. I've got some entries for my Northern Dictionary. Just, just say it, as it with a bit of conviction. Jordan, what's coming up in the weekend release? I've got some entries for my Northern Dictionary. <laughs> Jesus and Christ. we hear from our gene divas who are walking around in the nude at home. Have we recorded that? No, we're about to, but he knows what's on the script. Oh, just say it again. No, with... it's done now. As always, remember you can listen every Tuesday and Friday and watch us on YouTube on Sundays and share us on your socials all week. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexandmyboss.com. You can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexandmyboss or you can write to William who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter to paper. The address is on the website, sexandmyboss.com. For now, boys, back to you in the studio. Oh, sorry, wrong, wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> That's all from Billericky, boys. Back to you. Oh, sorry, I'm... You're so tedious. <laughs>
This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hello g and we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.